What did you just say? Did you watch the last She-Hulk? I did watch the last She-Hulk. Okay, then good. That's something I want to talk about. Okay. Um, hey, babies. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey. We're back. There's nothing you can do about it. Snapchat sent me a message. You're fucking desperate. Try the new lens. Is that what it is? I think so. Let's take a look. Because I got one from them earlier. Early in the morning. With summer nearly at an end, reflect on the good times you had and relax with the people you love. What do you think I'm doing right now? Think you know? of the good times you had this summer. Mind your fucking business, Snapchat. Mind your business. Hey, babies. Hey, babies. We're back. Hey, babies. Hey. Doug's here. I'm here. Yeah. Alan's here. I'm here. Alan's here. Alan, let him know who you are. I'm Alan. There he is. Perfect. The man... Himself. Um, Couldn't have said it any better. I disagree. <laughs> it's early. It wasn't my best effort. It's early. You know. <laughs> it's Labor Day. It's early. Just kind of figuring it out. It's the day we're going into labor. Surprise. Mazel. So, um... Kevin had a baby and its head popped off. That's... Terrible. That's terrible that you would say that. You never heard that rhyme before? No. It's like something you do with like dandelions. It's like, mom, I had a baby and its head popped off. And right as you do that, you like pop the top of the dandelion off. Man, kids are fucked up. Yeah. Well, hey, pockets full of posy. Speaking of kids are fucked up, let's just get right into this, huh? Okay. Alan, give us a name. Benjamin. That's a name that's very dear to our hearts. What is there to be said about Benjamin that hasn't been said about Benjamin yet? Are we too biased? I think we might be too biased. Yeah, maybe we do that. We might be too biased. Because here's what I'll say about Benjamin. Say it. Common traits of Benjamin. Yeah. Beautiful blue eyes. Oh, just... A great big bushy beard. Gorgeous. Just gorgeous. A doubting father. Mm. A well, doting, a doting father. father. <laughs> I don't know. You wouldn't believe it, but a bee slipped in there somehow. <laughs> here's, here's your son. Are you sure? <laughs> Cap. <laughs> don't, you better stop Cap. We'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> we love Great. Benjamin. Ben's is the best. Yes. Can't wait to have him on the pod again. Yes. Roland. Roland. Roland, 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 Rawhide. Rawhide. What about R- Roland? Rain and wind and weather. Hail bent for leather. So I think the thing about Roland is that uh, he's uh, obviously. I see Kyle's stepbrother. I could see it. Or is he just the close neighbor friend? Or is he Kyle's stepfather? He could be Kyle's stepfather. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. There's an earthquake in here. We couldn't do anything about that. Earthquake. Earthquake. A, a girthquake. Oh, right. <laughs> because of Alan. That's rude. Apologize. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm talking about his schwanz. Okay. 
All right, tell me about fucking Alan Schwann. Kyle's stepdad. That's the title of this episode. Yes. <laughs> I think it fits. Alan Schwann. Yeah. Um, Kyle's stepdad, Roland. Roland, that was... Oh, He's wow. A, Al, come on. <laughs> it's also his stepmom, line six. <laughs> what other names do you think of? Uh, music man. <laughs> Apple? Yeah, he liked to boogie Mesa. Um, he's a gunslinger. Is he? Like for reals? Or he tries to be. You don't mean like metaphorically? Yeah. He's old school. Yeah. OS for life. He just he just gets on his phone like, how you doing Instagram? It's big time Roland. <laughs> um, Roland. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like... He's got a lot of car posters. You think he's a so is he a, he's a, stepdad? He's Kyle's a stepdad. stepdad. He's Kyle's stepdad. He has car posters. Mm-hmm. Is this like gay? Uh, mom remarried, and then mom left the picture situation. Is it just Kyle I, and Roland? I, I could see that. Is it Kyle and Roland right now? Yeah. So it's basically two strangers. Well, what I'm picturing in my head. Is kind of the uh, Chris Cooper character from American Beauty. Okay. Like the neighbor who's really tough on his son. Um, and then he kisses Kevin Spacey. Um, that was uh, foretelling. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, that's Roland. That feels right. I feel like we're not really doing him justice, but also he kind of sucks, and his kid kind of sucks too. So, yeah. well, like so much of our opinion of Roland is based on our opinion of Kyle, and maybe yeah. he's trying to straighten Kyle out a little bit, but he's well, not wor- it's not working. First of all, love is love, and second of all, the uh, the shit apple doesn't fall too far from the shit tree. So. The shit apple, yeah. Well, I don't know what you babies did, but you just made Alan leave. So, yeah. We stopped talking about his schwanz. That's what happened. Men. Men, 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 men. You're supposed to chime in with Yeah, I thought about it. I really thought about it, and then I chose, I made an active decision not to. See, this is why you would never succeed in an improv group. Yeah, thank a lot, you. A lot of, thank you. supposed to all be yes and, just a lot of, nah, we good. I just, Roland is... We got a hit on the next one. We got. We do. We Roland. 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 He's not good. There is a good Roland, but it's a it's Pete Postlewaite. Is that how you say that? Yes. Huh. More like Pete passed away, because he has since passed away. R.I.P. Oh, very tragic. We are, we're just waiting for uh, for a name generator. Yeah, Alan to return to his services. That is some fine Hawaiian volcanic water. You're such a sellout. Oh, you went with a volcanic? I did. Should have gone with the glacier. See, here's my thinking. And I'll explain it to the babies because I've already explained it to you. Mm. But it is sound. This Um, is such a good podcast so far. I used to be a consumer of Icelandic glacial water. And then... One night, one night, one fateful night, 
the gas station did not have it in stock. So I had to switch to Hawaiian volcanic water. And I'll be honest, they taste exactly the same. It's sure. just water. It's just cold water in a bottle. High quality H2O. But mentally, I think we can always get more volcanoes. So there's always going to be an access to volcanic water. We're running out of glaciers. So I feel guilty drinking glacial water. So the, the irony is the more uh, the more volcanoes we get, it feels like in due time, the more glaciers we would get. Mm. I mean, that's just the circle of life, baby. Yeah. Our time will end, but glaciers will return. And then there will be new life forms. At once proud nation. Yeah. And just think, in a thousand years, there will be a new We Have Fun with new hosts. I don't like that, actually. Yeah. They can't do what we do. Or we're going to haunt them. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Do you think we can have a ghostly podcast? There's no other way to find out except to do it. Yeah. Ain't nothing left to it but to die. Yeah, go make the flavor right now. We know you just got <laughs> back, but... Oh, Alan. Oh, man. All right. We're done with Roland. Fuck Roland. Monty. I mean, let me tell you about Monty. <laughs> These are very, like, old world explorer names you're coming up with. Which is apt because Monty is an old time explorer. Yeah, Montgomery. Or Monty. I feel like if you're, if you're a Monty and you go by Monty, yeah, it's different than if you're... Amati just short for Montgomery. Well, I so the thing about it is that everybody calls him Montgomery except mm-hmm. for your boy Reggie. Reggie. Reggie calls Montgomery Monty. It's true. And he likes that. Mon- Monty does. Anyway. Yes. Um and that's like their little thing cuz like Montgomery goes to the park and feeds uh you know your squirrels, your birds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um because he feels like he has to atone for a lifetime of... of debauchery. You know, I was going to say debauchery, but it's more like uh, you know wartime murders. Yeah. Sin. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. War crimes. War crimes, sure. Hate crimes. Um, so, you know, he's very gentle now in his, his uh, old age, his later years. You know, he's got one eye on the door, one foot out of it, and... Uh, the door of death. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, uh, he's just like a chill dude now, but mm-hmm. um, he still has that quiet rage in him. He just doesn't have the body or the means to uh, commit sure, those acts of aggressions, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, you know, like Reggie goes out there and he just like chats up his boy Monty every now and again, gets that old world mm-hmm. kind of wisdom. Monty was <clears throat> once the best at what he did, and what he did wasn't pretty. No, sir. A lot of backstabbing. Mm-hmm. A lot of stabbing in the back. Mm-hmm. A lot of murder. I mean, a lot of... Uh, For his government, though. Well, which is, you know, the best way to murder somebody. It's yeah. the best reason you could murder somebody. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's ironic because the government will be the first to disavow you. Oh, yeah. For said murders. Sure. Even sure, though sure. they're the ones that told you. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was a lot of like ready for that conversation. Flying into uh, 
a cover of Nightfall mm-hmm. to France in 1944. Mm-hmm. 42? Mm-hmm. Sure. 42. Yeah, just a lot of... <gasps> the stab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the, stabbing. The, the, the death throes of oxygen. Into the ocean. Yes. Death throes into the ocean. Monty does the stabbing, but the Reaper shows up and just chucks the body. <gasps> Yeet! Uh, good old rat. Mm-hmm. 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 Our dog. Our dog. Yeah. So we'll do that. Um, all right, now we'll do one more. One more? All right, ready? Yeah. Catherine. Oh. Cat. Or Kathy. Cat, Katie, Kathy. Kitchy. Mm. Kitchy, kitchy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mocha, choco, latte, yeah. <laughs> Lady Marmalade. Um, also known as Catherine. Yep. She's a sweet angel. Catherine O. Hepburn. Mm-hmm. O stands for Audrey. Which is where she named her daughter or mother. I forget which one came first of Audrey Hepburn. I would assume mother. Let's see. What came first, the Catherine or the Audrey? Well, how old is is Catherine? Well, let me tell you about Audrey because I googled her first. Okay. Um, boom, 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 boom. Audrey Kathleen Rustin. I don't know what to believe anymore. She was in the French Resistance. Yeah. You think so? I think so. Um, what is her relation to Catherine Hepburn? Oh, you're looking up Catherine Hepper. I'm looking up both of them. I don't think there was. No? No. Because I don't even think... I'm not even entirely certain Audrey Hepburn is American. She's British. Well... Well, she was born in Belgium. Yeah. Um... Bum, 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 bum. There is no meeting of family lines. Huh. Yeah. Who knew? Well, me. Don't spread these false truths. Oh, someday you will. Uh, anyways, Catherine, sweet angel. Hello, little sir. There's a dog in here. I think that we need to make that clear. Who's a good old boy? You're a good old boy. Please, Doug. <laughs> Douglas, please. Sorry. Sorry. What a stupid pod this is. Just really going really well right off the bat. Well, there's a cute little pupper with Mm -hmm. both of his front paws on my lap. Okay. Take it away, Kevin. Oh, my God. So Catherine is 
you know, mid to late 20s. But thinks that she's like 60. An old soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of a weird girl, but like not in a completely offensive kind of way. Mm-hmm. She's a barista at like a very niche little coffee shop, little mom and pop coffee shop bars. And uh, is it a coffee shop or is it a bar? It's a coffee shop. Then why'd you say bars? Because it is bars. Hmm. Mom and pop coffee shop. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Bars. That's M&M. Mm-mm. That's bars. <laughs> so she you know, she does all those things and she reads like poetry during her shift and kind of gives the like, ugh, whenever you come in. Mm. Um, but like the poetry that she shares on Instagram, like on her stories is like young Pueblo and who's that fuck... That uh, does it's like milk and honey. What's her name? I hate her so much it blocked out of my fucking head. Rupee Carr. Yes, Rupee Cower. Yes. Ah. Fuck her. I hate her so much. I'm sure she's a very nice woman. Like I'm sure she's great. Yeah. But it's that l- catering the lowest common denominator. Like you're not. It's not poetry. It's just a pretty sentence. Like you, you can break it up all you want to fill the page and draw your little fucking dandelions. But it's not a fucking poem, Rupee. It's not a poem. Trees are there. Ah, uh, trees are there. It's infuriating. Like one of her most famous poems is like, "I greeted this the sun and it, it called me a friend." That's the whole fucking poem. Mm. Like, that's not a, that's not, what am I feeling? Nothing but rage. What, like, where have you transported me? No, why, why do you feel that rage though? Because it's not good. Like, like, like objective, like the worst people. So to be clear, you don't feel the rage from the line itself. You feel the rage from the adoration that the line receives. It's both. It's. It's the fact, like, if I was in school or I was in, like, a poetry circle, like, let's just say, like, I'm doing this. I'm not paying to do this. I'm just, like, I'm at my own little bullshit hipster coffee shop that's by my apartment. And, like, I'm in there and there's, like, a group of slap dicks and they're all writing poetry. And I was like, hey. And they're all slapping dicks. I slap dicks. And I go down there and we're slapping dicks together. And then somebody turns that in, I will throw my coffee at them. That's mm. not even, it's not a, it's barely a thought. It's not a poem. It's if it was prose, it would still be laughable. And they're just like, no, this is publishable and good enough for the New York Times bestsellers list. You can go fuck yourself. It makes me think of um, the one line in God, the damn. Johnny Depp Willie and the Wonka, Willy Wonka, not Willie and the Wonka. <laughs> It's a very different movie, which I have that's, seen against my will. That's when he's in a band. You're like, hello, I'm William. We're the Wonkas. <laughs> um, but no, it's like, good morning, starshine. The earth says hello. Yeah. Yeah. And people are like, oh. It's fucking obnoxious. It's fucking terrible. Hater. 
I'm sure she's great, though. Like, honestly, like... We should get her on the pod. We should get her on the pod. I'd love to talk to her and ask her why she's such a fucking sellout. Okay. No, she's great. I'm, I'm actually really happy for her success, because it's really hard to get published in a meaningful way in poetry, but it's just also, like, people are doing it for real. I think that's where the anger lies. All right? Like, people are doing it for real, with real intentions, putting their whole fucking heart into it, and they're not even getting looked at by the powers that be, and then they get this super it's like not even digestible it's like being baby birded into your fucking mouth mm. it's like there's no because like that's what makes not like poetry like fun but that's what makes it at least engaging is the thinking on your part yeah it's that what she does is just like it's it's this very shallow hollow like extremely baseline like I've never read more than I've never read a book outside of school but I'm gonna buy this because it's trendy and it's small and I reasonably could probably get through this in a couple of months, even though it's only like 40 pages. And you, you carry around with you to seem interesting. It's like a new age Dan Brown novel. And fucking, it's just so surface level. And it breaks my heart that like, I personally know people that are trying to get it published. It breaks my heart. And like, it's probably like just, you know, as a pessimist, it's probably not going to happen. But they are talented, fucking much more talented than this girl. And, but I'm sure she's great. That's no, it's not on her character. I'm sure she's a lovely person. I'm sure she's a great friend group, and she's loved and cherished as she should be. But her poetry is fucking disgusting. Mm. Anyway, Catherine, uh, she reads all that, and it's really upsetting because she's got like a, a catalog of of Rumi, which is you know mm-hmm. also a little bit like baseline, but it's engaging enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like yeah, having a hard time balancing who that person is versus who that person wants to be. And, and then the optics of who that person is, which you could certainly argue don't matter. Mm-hmm. But they kind of do. Mm-hmm. Interesting. She plays a lot of card games. She does. A lot of, does she play like... The solo card game. Oh, okay. I was going to say, does she play like card games or does she play like Uno? No, nah, I was going to say card games. Yeah. Like, she'll, like, have but, some solitaire going. Yeah. What other what other card games can you play by yourself? I feel like there's a few of them. Are there? Um, I can't think of their names. Though. Yeah. I'm not good at card game names. I'm not what you would call good. Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't even say I'm good at card games. I'm definitely not good. That's why I don't play poker. And I mean, I'll show up because I like the boys, but I don't... Oh, I'm I, not, I, nobody can play poker. I eyeball poker like this looks like a good hand. Mm-hmm. No, I just feel like every time I've played poker, like the rules have changed. <laughs> There's like house rules to poker. It's like, why does how does every possible suit combination have a different name? It just feels like there's nothing. There's no, it's like oh you got a two of hearts and a three of spades. You're like oh that's the uh, that's the queen's lazy handy. So uh, that's actually really good. That's re- yeah that's really good. If this guy's got a jester's reach around, that means you beat him with the lazy handy because of you know the hierarchy. But uh, I mean that's that's what people did before they had you know TV internet. They just came up with dumb names for these <laughs> things. Imagine like. Cards, cards were all they had. I was say, imagine like a Wild West tavern, like the middle of Oklahoma, fucking just a bunch of cowboys, just like oh, I got a king queen's laser handy over here. I mean, think about it. Cards, all you have to do is just be able to count by, to ten and look at pictures. You don't yeah. need 
to read. You don't need to be. Yeah, I mean, I used to be like a Texas Hold'em shark back in like middle school. Whenever like it was like the cool thing for all the kids to just start playing cards. Uh, not no mo. I don't fuck with that. No. I'm an Uno shark now. <laughs> Taking my talents to South Beach. Do you remember Uno Attack? Dude, Co? it's terrifying. Uno Attack? Or just Uno? Well, you had to hit the button and it fucking like, jettisoned <laughs> cards <laughs> at you? Yeah, it was terrifying. But there is nothing, there is no satisfaction on this planet that I have found than hitting somebody with a fucking reverse draw four <laughs> on on their Uno. That is just like, ugh. Uno is such an intense game. It is, truly. You guys want to play Uno? I kind of really do. Um, it's, Brett, go get us some Uno. Run down to the store and get Uno attack if possible. Go, Rhett, go. He's, he's looking at me like, I don't fucking want to go. You fucking go. <laughs> it's raining out. It's funny you go. He's like, this is America. Call it one. <laughs> this guy is schwitzy. You go. <laughs> it was very schwitzy. Hugo. Who's Hugo? He's a good boy. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's Catherine. Not entirely loveless, but she's not going to find it for a while. Who will? Who among us will? Buddy, guess as good as mine. Mm. Mm. It's one of those things. You can't find it. It finds you. Sis, you told me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to bring something up. Can I bring something up? I want to bring something up. Please do. Uh, Alan, do you watch She-Hulk? No, I've not uh, started She-Hulk yet. No. Outstanding. You finished the last episode of She-Hulk. Yes. So, oh, he's a good little boy. Um, and I feel like there's not a ton happening in this show. Scritchy scratches. Like, like Moon Knight felt like important because it was like brand new. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of ground that they had never even stepped foot in yet. So, mm-hmm. like at Marvel. So. It was like, oh, maybe we don't spoil this and everything. But, like, She-Hulk, not a lot's really They're, happening. Yeah, there's not, like, an, much of an overarching plot yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, but in the last episode, the big thing was they... Um, what What is her name? Jen? Yeah. Yeah, she um, agreed to... <laughs> be a witness uh, like a character witness for an ex-co-worker who, whom she did not like um, on the basis that her going uh, on the stand for him would uh, ironically be that she just gets to talk immense shit like to a court about this guy uh, but his whole thing was that he was being uh, defrauded by a uh, like a, th- a, like a shapeshifter. and shapeshifter kind of situation. And uh, they were like, she shapeshifted to be Megan the Stallion. Megan so the, the Stallion. Stallion. Just like uh, the University of Ohio is mm-hmm. the Megan of Stallion. And they were like, well, no, no person in their right mind. Like no like shitty white guy. Without really anything to speak of going for him outside of being a lawyer, is can reasonably believe that they were dating Megan the Stallion. Well, she was obviously in another place at another time or at the same time. And 
that that was her whole thing on the stand was just like, no, this guy's so fucking self deluded that he one hundred percent probably thought that he was dating Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. And um, but at the end of the episode, like a post credits, the episode was just like a minute and ten. Like it was barely a minute long. It was like this like. It was just like a like a fun little clip, like a little bit of uh, the CGI She Hulk and Megan the Stallion twerking. Oh, oh watch yeah, watch it on repeat. Oh yeah, get a lot of <laughs> mileage out of that. But it is completely shattering Marvel fans. Like everything about this show is just they, they fucked. They made the Hulk a beta. He's like doing yoga now, and he's like in touch with his emotions like a pussy. And the She-Hulk's twerking? Like, what is even going on with the character development? I was like, uh, who cares? Because, one, She-Hulk's a babe, and also Megan the Stallion. Yeah. What need more be said? Yeah. What else do you need? And the there's... Also, fucking have stupid. you done yoga? Because... Uh, it's hard. It difficult. It is hard as a motherfucker. Yeah. I'm, like, scared of it. I'll I go said, to the gyms five days a week. I, I can't do hot yoga more than twice a week. I it, said difficult, because I was going to say tough and difficult It at is the same difficult. Time. <laughs> It is extremely difficult. Um, but you feel good? Oh, you feel great. Yeah. You feel new. You do feel new. You feel new. Oh, new. Well, I mean... You could do it in the nude. You could. I, I won't. I'll tell you, dude, TT is still a thing that... TT has not gone away. It has not. It's always there. It's like a brain aneurysm for your balls. It's Though just some, lurking. Somehow it did feel more like... More present in high school when you first learn of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think anatomically it's nearly impossible for it to happen to us at the at our age, but... Uh, you say that now. Yeah, no, for sure. No, it's, I mean, that's sack, what they want you to think. That's, that, and that's just propaganda from big balls, you know? That's all yeah. that that is. <laughs> they just want you to get lulled into a false sense of security and then... Not sponsored by Big Balls. Not sponsored by Big Balls. We will proudly... Welcome to Tiny Ball Town. (laughs) Population us. Hell yeah. But, um... No, it's just like... It's just just the annual, like, fucking shut up. See, this is... I mean, there's so much of this going on right now. Um, Between She-Hulk, the new Lord of the Rings show... Oh, is there is there hot goss for the Lord of the Rings show? Oh, people are furious that like a, a lot of the main characters are women. Oh well, God forbid. And B, there are black people in it. Oh yeah, you can't have that because that's it's woke now. Yeah, you can't have that. Um, and it's like the same thing for House of the Dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Although that guy is a cunt. And people are like so determined to hate what they claim to be a fan of. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's ruined now that there's women and black people. <laughs> yeah, it's there it, it is like <sighs> It's like just just shut up and enjoy it. It it's dude, you it doesn't can't. need to exist. The fact that it does for your viewing pleasure, just ride this wave. Yeah, it's that's why I'm I'm like it's a fucking TV show. It really is pushing me offline. It's just a fucking TV show. It's bad enough black people exist in the real world. Ugh, now they're on my TV screen. Like I'm trying to like. And that's really what it comes down. There were people were furious that there's a scene in this Lord of the Rings show where, um, the main character who is an elf, 
runs on the blade of a sword and like the sword doesn't bend or whatever like it was like like the physics of this don't make sense it's like go back watch the first lord of the rings movie when there was an elf walking on top of three feet of snow not leaving it any footprints dude but somehow that's fine because it was a dude there's also dwarves and trolls and orcs and a, a guy that lives in the in a tower and he's just an eye. Yeah, these are all fine though. These are all good, but this mythical creature that runs on a on a blade is too much. I just uh, I just thought of like a kind of a funny bit. But it was, it was just, this is in its own bubble, but it was like, oh, I can't be racist. Some of my favorite characters are black. Wow. But, um, no, continuing with. Some of my favorite characters are lightweight. Yeah. You barely make a dent. Jesus. <laughs> um, but it's like, really? This, in this whole world of dragons, giant spiders, yeah. all this other crap, you're really going to invoke the laws of physics as what pulls you out of this? Dude. People are idiots. And people don't deserve nice things. You know what's funny, though, is, like, the people that watch shows where, like, if like if goofy shit happened... How am I trying to say this? I'll say this another way. People that watch dramas mm-hmm. have, like, that are rooted in a, in a, in a current state realism. Like, like, the same roles in the show were the ones that we... Uh, play by in real life they are their suspicion or their their suspension of disbelief is higher even though it doesn't need to be mm-hmm. than people who watch Star Wars Star Trek Lord of the Rings fucking any Marvel show it's just like no this is real this isn't this isn't entertaining if I don't believe that this is real yeah and meanwhile, like, fucking keeping up with the Kardashians people are like, let's just see how bad shit it can get. Yeah. Let's just see how insane this show can get. I want that. I want it's that. pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I want it. I want all of it. Real Housewives of Long Island. Let's fucking... Someone's got to go to prison. Yeah. If no one's going to prison, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, South Beach Towing. Oh, dude. South Beach Towing is an elite show. Like, incredible. It's an elite show. <laughs> All of those, um, what channel is it? Like Court TV, True TV. I think I think it is, is True TV. Yeah, it, it's, it's all the same. It's thing. all the same thing. Yeah, it's incredible. Like a couple of summers ago, um, when I would get home from work at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, my brother and I would just sit in the basement and just like booze and watch. But maybe like a three hour to four hour block of just the worst TV you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and it was like, honestly, extremely entertaining like, to a point where I had to like take a step back and be like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Because it's really easy to get caught in just doing that. The best, like the appeal is you could just turn your brain oh, off. Oh, yeah. And just ride that wave. It, it's whenever you start seeing episodes so often that you can quote reality TV. Yeah, that's a problem. You know, and it's not even in like like a meme way, like like uh, like Ron Stop is. Like I don't I don't ha- I don't have to name that show. Everybody knows what that's from. Yeah. It's like if you could start quoting South Beach Toe, 
You're in too deep. You're in way too deep. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe I should just I should just go outside. I unless think. unless you work on that show, you <laughs> should not be able to quote anything from it. Oh, yeah, that's, but it was like all of the uh, all of the pawn shows, um, storage wars, the storage wars. I'll say this: hardcore pawn is slept on. Mm. The one that's in Detroit. Oh, it's slept on. That's the that's a bald guy, right? Or is that a different guy? Uh, no, that one is in. Is that Pawn Stars? That's Pawn Stars. Hardcore Pawn is uh, the owner is like this super greasy guy named Les, and it's like I the, feel like I did use I watched this like oh, freshman sophomore year of college. Disgusting! It just makes you up. feel gross. I need to look it up. Look it there up. There was um there was an episode where this girl, uh, I don't remember if she tried to steal a bunch of shit and then hawk it at this pawn uh, pawn store, but. Mm. Um, pawn shop, but they wouldn't buy her stuff, or they like lowballed her for it or something like that. So she, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh guy. yeah, so she, uh, show Alan real quick. Fucking Les this is my dude. Is, he's the that's Les. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Les. That guy fucks. <laughs> he, uh, but this girl, she, she, um, has a four point seven out of ten rate. You're goddamn right. It does. Uh, so anyway, she like goes and tries to sell something. They won't take it or they lowball or something. She comes back out into the parking lot, gets right in front of a camera to the point where like, is this, did they just shoot this? Like, what is happening here? Um, like, is this not a scheduled shoot? Like, what? She's like running her mouth off and then she goes, real piss. And then she pulls her pants down and takes a leak oh. in the parking lot. <laughs> real piss. Real piss. And I, to this day, still say real piss. And to be honest, like, not as often as I said back in the day, like in 2017, yeah. real shit left my lexicon. <laughs> real piss entered the game. I'm going to start saying that whenever I go to the bathroom. Oh, it's a real piss. Real <laughs> it's piss. Like, None of that fake stuff. Dude. <laughs> all natural. Because it's funny because it's almost like, it's like real shit is a question, but real piss is the affirmations. <laughs> oh, real shit? Real, real piss. piss. <laughs> it's like, it's a it real piss walk to the dead ass could run, you know? <laughs> oh, Honestly, if I, if I wasn't entirely certain that this would get demonetized for whatever reason, I might name this episode Real Piss. <laughs> real piss. Oh, but that was... Yeah, it's just those shows are so fucking stupid. It was South Beach Tow, and then there was one that was uh, it was like a Louisiana-based towing. Do you did you ever watch like the the hot dog shop show? <laughs> no. Oh, what was that called? What was the? Oh, sorry, didn't mean to. Oh uh, wait, screen. hold on. No, I'm just thinking out loud here. I don't know anything about your hot dog shop. Um, boom, 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 boom. Hot dog stand. <sighs> it was like. TV, Big Gator Toe or something show. The Wiener's Circle, of course. <laughs> oh, I get it. That's hysterical. Um, it was an incredible show. I I recommend checking it out. There's like no words I can do. It's the wildest wiener stand this side of the Mississippi. When late night revelers on the north side of Chicago step into the wiener circle, they get more than a late night bite. They get a blast of sass from a food slinging crew that puts the cuss back in customer service. Hell yeah. Um, that sounds 
Are you thinking of the Turtle Man show? No, it's it's Lizard Lick Towing. Oh, yeah, I, I don't like that name. Um, this is the guy. Well, these are the the the, the owners of Lizard Lick Towing. Ron. I remember seeing commercials for this back in the day. And they're uh, the other guy, like of the threesome. The other guy's name is Bobby, and he's so fucking dumb. He might be like brilliant. I don't know, but um, he plays like a very dumb guy. This guy's got like it's like a it's a flat top mullet. Like it's just <laughs> that is rare, man. Absolutely incredible. Um, but kind of going back to the whole like they played dumb on camera idea. Um, Chum Lee is like, wasn't he like a drug lord mastermind or something? I'm sorry, you're a Street Fighter character? No, Chum Lee. Oh. Uh, <laughs> also had some games on him, but. Uh, Chum Lee at Street Fighter would be <sighs> unstoppable, I feel. Um, yeah, I think he, he had like a thing, right? Chum Lee. Chum Lee. Who is American that? businessman. Okay, Google, calm down. <laughs> Um, entrepreneur. Nice. What is Chum Lee doing now? Philanthropy. Uh, he, yeah, he went to jail for weapon and drug charges. Gets us all in the end. Especially Alan. So that's that. Um, felony drug charges. Ah. Huh. Felony weapons charges. Ah. Huh. Unlawful possession of a firearm. Huh. Gross misdemeanor of attempted drug possession. As opposed to icky misdemeanor. Oh, I didn't know that the old old man, big hoss, what do they call him? The old guy? Paul Senior. Yeah. No. That's what are we talking name. about? I don't know. But anyway, the old guy I don't died. know who Chum Lee is. You, Pawn Stars. Yeah, the oh. real dumb one. Like, the real dumb one. Okay. Not the bald guy. Not the bald guy. That's Rick. The dude with, like, the eyes. Of yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Constantly glazed over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hence the name Chum Lee. Any context would have been fantastic. You... Alan knew what we were talking about. That's Alan. Alan's a worldly cultured man. <laughs> You're the dumb one here, Doug. <laughs> Even Rhett knew what we were talking about. Rhett has had his eyes locked on me every time he comes in here. And stop staring at me with them big old eyes. Like, it made me think like I had food in my beard. No, no. Do I? Your beard is the food. Put some straws in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, so I got another one for you. This what one if hits... beards had sap? I don't like it. Well, they, they kind of do. I don't like that idea, though. <laughs> Some neckbeard individuals. Sure. It's just like... Just, just like... Uh, just like a, a gray, translucent sweat. Just globules. I'm a, a mosquito gets caught in it, and then, you know, 10,000 years from now, they can clone a human being just from beard sap mosquito blood. And then the, the first words out of its mouth are... Can't believe She-Hulk was twerking with Megan <laughs> Stallion. The worst possible thing we could bring back. And they're just like, yep, yeah, they hit the flamethrower, just kill it. Honestly, bring back all the dinosaurs before bringing back those oh, people. Oh, dude. Um, all right, let me hit you with this one. Do you stand? Yeah, so pretty frequently. 
<laughs> Got to close those ranks. Do you stand with or against companies that make it a point to let you know that they're from Pittsburgh? Um, I mean, I, I don't stand against them. There's I have an addendum. More. I have an addendum here. Well, if you, you stop talking. It. Well, if you, I, I, I was breathing and then you just started. And it's Sorry, I was answering the question when you stopped talking. But I have a thing here if you need it. Um, by putting something to do with the like the word steal, etc. in their name. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Steel City Pizza. Right. So if it was like, uh, you I'm, know, like... I do wonder how so many things can be called Steel City. Yeah. Especially if they have, n- like, pretty much nothing to do. Like, Shop 412 makes sense because that's a Pittsburgh-based clothing store. Like, all their clothes have something to do with Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh sports. I get L12. it. L12. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. But, like, l- literally anything. Like, if our pod was, like, the Steel Town pod... And we just, We'd probably they, get a lot more listens. Oh, we would, for sure. But, um, well, at least initially. And then when they find out how, how fucking stupid this is. And it has almost nothing to do with this town. Yeah. Oh, babe. There it is. Oh, babes. Yep. Rhett, put your paw in. Put your paw I don't know. It's just something I was thinking about. Because there was like an ad for like a like a some sort of like pipe retrofitter company that's like Steel City Plumbing. Yeah, it's just like fucking why, dude? Like first of all, I'm going to call Galise. What are we doing here? Second of all, obviously. obviously when a parent tells you to do something, you do it. Mhm. Which is ironic cuz when a parent tells you to do something, you do the opposite, right, kids? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, rebel. Um yeah, it's like it's either Steel City or Iron City. Oh, the Iron City. And there's only one Iron City. Oh yeah. Honestly, I Iron feel like City. there should be sanctions if you if you commit to Iron City and you're not a beer. Yeah. Or at least not even endorsed by Iron City mm-hmm. beer. Do you think we get an Iron City endorsement? I'm pretty sure all you have to do is ask. We should ask. We should ask. We should ask. You should ask. Who do we I know? Who do we know that works in Iron City? I don't know. Time to make some friends, I guess. Yeah. Time to uh, make some friends, I guess. Any babies want to hook that up? Save us a little bit of work? Any of our Iron City babies? We'll take some merch. That is a huge squirrel. Yeah? I can't see. He's in the high grass, like all raptors. He's in the high grass? (laughs) Yes. See? Oh, he got something in his mouth. We are pretty fortunate that like fuzzy woodland creatures don't have a taste for human flesh. Yet. And yet. And yet. Uh, if it bleeds, it feeds. I've been saying it. Wait. All right. Um, ironically, Steel City did a partnership with Iron City. Is that? That's, that tracks... Yeah. Excellent thing. There's a uh we for, need what are what are the elements of steel? It's uh I believe it's just iron and oxygen. So we should be oxygen city. I think technically everything above water is an oxygen city. Yeah, but no one's branded oxygen city. <laughs> yeah. There are two halves to steel. And by that I mean to thieve. Yeah. It's actually, well, no, hold on. There's, um, 
Is there already carbon in iron? Yeah, I guess that's true. No, there's a there's actually like a really interesting thing. Um, it's like a 45 minute documentary that I watched on Vimeo in like 2016. But um, okay. it was you finish your point first. No, it's a, it's a story. Okay, uh, steel uh, is an alloy of iron and carbon containing less than two percent of carbon and one percent manganese. Yes. Okay, that's important. And small amounts of silicon, phosphorus, sulfur, and oxygen. Sulfur City, baby. Sulfur City, baby. Um, phosphorus. Okay, so that no, that's great. There was a um, white phosphorus. There was a documentary that I watched, and it was about the. I think it's. Uh, it was about this uh, Viking longsword. Hmm. I think it was uh, the Ulfbrecht or Ulfbrecht or something to that uh, effect. Yeah. Ours. Um. I don't know. You kind of stumbled into it. Ulf Bert. I feel like you've told me about this sword before. I feel like I might have. But not on the pod. Um, so the thing about this sword um, was that it was much like stumbling backwards into something. The Vikings stumbled backwards into steel. Mm. So when everybody else at the time was using just regular like iron weapons, they, uh, they did this thing. Where if their uh, animal companion had passed away, uh, they would use the bones from that animal. Wow, I don't know what's going on over there. You about to just uh, take your pants off like that? Get comfortable. It's your house, take, I get it. They would take the bones and they would put it, like they would smelt the iron with the bones of that animal, which oh. is like, what's in those bones, baby? A lot of carbon, a lot of all that good stuff, a lot yeah. of manganese. And so what would happen is whenever the sword would get done, uh, it would be steel. But they didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and They just knew it was stronger. It was stronger and it was flexible. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thing. They were, like the guy was kind of, sh- it's, a, it's a much longer process because it is harder. Mm-hmm. So, um, but there was only like one or, I think it was, it was like one family of blacksmiths was capable of doing this. And so if you have like a, like an Ulfbert, uh, sword, it's, I mean, obviously it's, if it's survived this long to present day, like it's worth money, but it's also right. like, you can tie all these swords together. It belongs in a museum. It does. It surely does. But they said like the thing about it was like all the other swords would like, you know, they'd like blemish or whatever they tarnish. Like they would be brittle. They'd break whatever. It's like a sword, a sword, a sword, but you see this thing and it's shiny. And if you're holding it up and it's the sun's shining down on it, it looks like a long sword made out of sunlight. Mm. And it's fucking horrifying to behold if you're on the other side of the battlefield. And um, what would happen is like the way of fighting in the time was like you did these little buckler shields, which are these like little baby, like they basically cover your forearm in like a diameter that's equal, but uh, it's not like a big fuck off like long shield where like you're blocking all this shit that you would oh, typically yeah. see in like a Lord of the Rings or something. It's basically a, an offender's shield. It's a very aggressive shield. Offender's um, assemble. Yes. And <laughs> what would happen is like a typical thing that you would do, like a like a like a technique is somebody would like come overhead to like try to slash down at you. You'd you'd get and the bucklers were were wood. They were made almost to deflect arrows. Or to, you know, hold arrows so they didn't get you. And then the sword would hit the shield and it would get stuck. 
because mm. it's wood, right? So then you'd pull your arm away, like, you know, you'd shield cast in the opposite direction, opens up the person's entire body, and you just stab them in the gut. Just like, shink, stab them in the gut. Oh. It's a little gut stab. Lovely. But what happens with an old bear, they come over the top, you try to raise your shield, sword's flexible, bitch. <laughs> that guy's going nowhere. Mm. He's pulling you back down. So it's like, what the fuck is this thing made out of? And they thought it was like the animal spirit that was gifting them this like otherworldly, um, supernatural quality to this. And it's like, nah, it's just steel, baby. Yeah. Read a book, you <laughs> understand. <laughs> Read a book, <laughs> dipshit. <laughs> you want to know what the sword is? Look it up. Mm-hmm. Dumb Vikings not using the internet. I'm telling you what. That's why they're all dead. Mm-hmm. That's why they're all dead. Um, how do we get to this point? Really oh, right, right. Don't uh, ask that Solver question City. Here. Solver City. That's our new brand. Um, I feel like we're really missing a, a manganese opportunity here. Manganese Metropolis. Or... Uh, if it's like a retail store, it'd be manganese guys sell these things. <laughs> I know that one was really funny because you won't look me in the eye. <laughs> Sometimes I hate you. It's about 60% of the time yeah. I hate you. But that other 40, you're good. Hello, sir. Uh, Alan, I don't mean to, you know, be the guy, but I feel like your dog's really derailing. This yeah, pod. He does that sometimes. Yeah. Rhett, say what something. do you think he'd look like with a mustache? With the where would the mustache go? Probably hilarious. <laughs> I feel like it would be along the uh, the snout, the jowls, hmm. the upper jowls, where his whiskers are basically. Yeah. You could. I mean, you could certainly say that the whiskers are itself a kind of mustache. You could. But you don't want to. Does your mustache work like whiskers? Maybe. Try it. Grow it out real far. Yeah. And see if you can like feel th- or sense things with them. I sense that people are looking at me with my long mustache. <laughs> uh, whiskers are whiskers are interesting. I wonder why dogs have whiskers because I know why cats have whiskers. Because cats are weird. You take that back. Actually, no, cats are fucking freaks. <laughs> but I love them. But, like, so, like, cats have whiskers because whenever they... The cat, like, I think cat whiskers, they grow out as wide as a cat's body. Yeah. So, if a cat can fit its head through a thing, and the whiskers can also pass through, that's how it lets them know that their whole body can pass through. Mm. And that's obviously the only use, but that seems to be, like, the most useful. Mm-hmm. But like I don't, I don't know, dogs just seem like they're all gas, no brakes. Yeah. You know, if I, if if Rhett wants to go through a hole in the wall, some bitch is getting through that hole. Oh, he just winked at me. He wants up. He does want up. He's like, "What's up? What's up?" That's that's Rhett's voice. All right, let's let's let's. You think he's this you know timid little guy, but nah, he's a he's in a Bud Light commercial. That's how I know I was right, because that was like a, hey, ding, ding, ding. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop. 
Boop, 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 boop. This is a great. This is great. Um, you want to talk about the movie we saw? Oh, baby. We had ourselves a little day. We did have ourselves a little day. We saw a strange little movie. With no, no PR, really. With zero PR. Called 3,000 Years of Longing. Yeah. It was... It's the sequel to the baking movie, 3,000 Years of Shortening. Let me just open this door for you. Make it a little bit easier. There you go. Get out. Get out. Put the headset on Rhett. He is our new co-host. <laughs> the Rhett set. Um, it is Tilda Swinton in Idris Elba. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. Yeah. Um... And you know what? You like to see Tilda Swinton in a... Uh, would you say that she led? I would say she was the leader. I like that for her. Um, yeah, because she's fantastic. Yeah. Some, some. I mean, there are some actors and actresses that, you know, they make their living on being co-stars or, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever. But uh, good for her that she finally got a, got a shot at a movie, like a, a leading role. Yeah. And like a... Basically a romantic movie. Yeah, but definitely a non-traditional one. Yeah, I, I, I know I compared it uh, at the time to uh, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, but it, it felt much the same. Mm. Not not the same movie. It didn't even have the same plot, but it's just like the the ambience of the film. It really because yeah. it, it was like kind of romantic, but there was still a lot of like what the fuck like moments that it it really kind of pulled you away from that for for a, a time. A lot of like unexplained obscurity mm-hmm. that like it's just you see it like oh that's just how it is yeah um which i like that i feel like our our pod itself really predicates itself on like not explaining what's happening yeah so you just have to accept it and th- it makes you feel like more involved i think a lot of the humor for me was in the theater um it made sense that we were there I was trying to figure out why so many other people were there to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't... Like I said, I did not know that movie existed before a half an hour we showed up. Yeah. I saw a trailer for it, like, back in April. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then I I saw some tweet about, like, um, Idris Elba has, like, two movies in theaters right now and no one knows about them. Yeah. And I was like, I knew, I know Beast... Yeah. Because I still want to see Beast. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Idris Elba fight a lion. Okay. Um, and Shalto Copley's in that, too. Copley. Copley. Cosplay. Cosplay. Uh, guy from District 9. Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, South Africans. Yes. Uh, Don't they have a goofy name? Afrikaans. Well, I mean, like, um, like people from New Zealand are Kiwis. Mm. I feel like people from South Africa, like white people from South Africa, have a good name, right? I think they do. I just, I don't know if that was like to apply to white people or if it was like a more of a political thing, like apartheid. Yeah. I mean, they could. I don't know. I bet George Russell loves apartheid. <laughs> George Russell, the kind of guy, yeah, loves apartheid. I believe it. He's a big George Russell, the kind of guy to slap his knees and go, "All right, let's kill those minorities." <laughs> oh, it's so true. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. Great movie. Yeah, it's really, uh, I keep thinking about it. Uh, first of all, I've been listening to the soundtrack. Palm soundtrack. Almost constantly. Is it an OST? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Tom Hulkenborg. Hulkenborg. Also known as Junkie XL. Junkie XL. But I think he's dropped that moniker. For Hulkenberg? For Yeah. I'm sure. I think it's his real name. <laughs> John Huskerdu. But like, he's good. He's real good. Yeah. He has a very distinct sound. Um, but I mean, the soundtrack is really just like one song in different ways. Like different instrumentation, different, even like pace. No, I, I, uh, that's dope. I mean, there's obviously a lot of, um, it feels like a movie you definitely need to see more than once. Yeah. Um, to really kind of pick up everything that's going on. But, um, we need to talk about something really, really, really important about that film that happened before the movie even got started. Oh, yeah. So your boy, <laughs> Mad, Mr. Mad Max himself. Mr. Happy Feet himself, mm-hmm. uh, George Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> no Don't no. you put that evil on him. He uh, he 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 sits down and he's like, "Listen, boys, you two specifically. Yeah. Uh, this is for our benefit yeah. more than anyone he's else." He's like, "Listen, boys, uh, I'm I'm going to give you your whole show right here. Okay. <laughs> I really want to thank you for watching." The first part was facetious. This next part is not. He was like, I appreciate you for coming out to the theaters and watching this movie where it was designed to be seen. Mm -hmm. The way we meant for you to see it. The way that Doug and I looked at each other immediately. (laughs) One big gasp of air and then no more breaths for the rest of the show. It really felt like when that happened, I was expecting the door that's alarmed to open up and you have a parade of Tom Cruise <laughs> Denny Villeneuve Dennis Villanueva and Christopher Nolan were gonna come up and shake our hands <laughs> for doing our part for the film society yeah and just, keeping theaters alive <laughs> just a fucking hysterical moment it is such I like can we talk about that for a minute? I'm hoping we do. The uh, like the push ever since the pandemic started of maybe even before because of streaming of people being like the only way to see a movie is in the theater. Oh my god! And it's like most of the movies I know very well are because they were always on TV growing up. Yeah, and like those are the ones that I have the deepest fondness for. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, I love going to the movies more than the average person, I would say. Sure. Um, And, like, even then, it's, like, it's not necessary. No. Well, it's it's to the point, man, where, like, I I don't go to the theaters as often as as you do, but, like, movie theaters still have a very close place in my heart. Probably, mm -hmm. again, more than, like, the normal person. Because there is, like, a specialness to it. And, like, we can just keep going back over these tracks as many times as we want for the next, you know, 30 fucking years this podcast exists. Hopefully not. But um, I, like, really look forward to movies just streaming. Yeah. Like, I will wait. I've waited. I waited to see the Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. Um, I waited. I'm waiting to see Thor. 
Yeah. Thor comes out on, on Apple or something in like a week. Yeah. So I'm anxiously waiting that. Uh, I, I just like, if it's like a, if it's like a movie like uh, 3,000 year, 3, years of longing, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll see that in theaters. And we saw it for $3. And, that, and that's the other thing. Yeah. If you want but, people in the theater, do that more often. Yeah. Because every showing for every movie was like almost sold out. Yeah. For sure. Well, and so this is it's, so it's like like a movie for movie's sake, which I I like that uh, MGM's doing that now. Mm-hmm. It's art for art's sake. Mm-hmm. I I mean I know that's like always been the tagline, but they've never really called attention to it. Yeah. Um. But like an A twenty four movie, yeah, I'll see you in theaters. You kind of it feels like you kind of need to. Yeah. Like it's it's like a bombastic kind of like you need the whole like experience. Perceived to be like the little guy. Yes. Still. So it's like A twenty four. I'll see him. MGM, if they're gonna keep this up. I'll see those in theaters. I there really aren't have a lot of MGM movies anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it was then. I think TriStar had a hand in it. And I was like, all right, yeah, all right, old Hollywood. Let's fucking let's get it. Yeah, let's go fight back. Um, but don't like guilt people. No, for sure. But and it's like to finish my point. Like I, I don't really have much of a want to see like a, a superhero movie in theaters. It is because it's gonna be streaming. Yeah, it's expensive to go to the movies. Yeah. And it really just feels like, oh, we're because you want you want the experience to feel special. I think that's really the emotion I'm trying to get my head around. Like, that's the point I'm trying to formulate. Like, you want it to feel like, well, if we don't go now, we'll never see it. You know. Yeah. But like, if it's like a superhero movie, it's like, well, we'll see it, and then in four months, it'll be on Disney for free. Well, and it's is, thirty fucking dollars for popcorn, ten bucks for a bottle of water, and you got to pay for your date, your fucking kids. Huh. But like that's how it was for all these people like peddling this message when mm-hmm. they were kids. Yeah, it's like yeah, you saw a movie in theater and like they didn't have video. Yeah, and it wasn't playing on TV. Yeah, you just like hope that maybe it would come back in theaters again like later the in the year if like there was nothing coming out. Yeah, you have to petition your fucking local government. Yeah. So like I I get how why like all the olds really want to preserve the theater, but also at the same time fucking make something worth being in theaters. Yeah. Otherwise you're just making a three hour long TV show. Yeah. And also it's really it's more on the theaters. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, me, theaters don't are... charge us out the ass. Uh, well, like ours started serving booze, and I was like, I don't think that's the answer. Yeah. I liked. That's perfect. You ordered a medium popcorn, and the guy was like, "You sure about that?" Yeah, the small is cheaper. It's like, yeah, like I know. Yeah, but, but I yeah. yeah, I didn't even hear what he said because he said something. He was like, "You get a large for a little bit more, or a small for significantly less." And I was like, "I didn't like." It was just such a mind blowing <laughs> sales concept that I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah, I was like, "Whatever, to give me a small." Explaining then explaining how the world works yeah but in kind of a disdainful tone that's why i asked you because you got a bucket yeah and i was like there's a size between the one that i want and the bucket <laughs> so this must be because there was like it was like a like a kids a small a medium large and a bucket yeah, well i and, got a large oh you switch okay yeah, so you got yeah, a large yeah and i was like okay so just give me that one and then he was like, yeah, well, if you want to save money, you get less. If you want to spend more money, you get more. I and think, I was like, fuck. I, I feel Where like, was that in economics class? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think what he was trying to say was, like, 
the medium, like the large is like 50 cents more, but you get a lot okay. more. Well, if you get a medium, it's going to talk to the dad. And so it's like so. less expensive. Yeah. But the smaller is just less expensive because you get less. Oh my fucking God. So I was like, fuck you, dude. Give me a small. <laughs> yeah, you cost the company you work yeah. for more Give money. Give me a small. Uh... I, I was like watching this. I was like, "What is happening?" It's just like it's one of those things. It's so fucking stupid that it makes you think that you're dumb. <laughs> like it, compl- yeah. Like it, because he really came in with all fucking all digits on the ground, like oh. just two feet right in, trying to explain this concept to me. And I was like, "Well, he seems very sure of himself, and he's wearing a name tag." So he, he went in like. A typical salesman trying to get more money out of you, except he wanted less money from you. Just a really mind-blowing approach. How old is this dude? Is he like our age? Oh, no. He was... 24, 25, maybe. If... If that, yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. Just, I was like, I don't know. Fuck it, whatever, give me the small. But, um... I was like, what? I wanted to to ask you, because we're getting into the, you know, the dying breast of this, and... The baby's expected to completely fall apart, but uh, what is your at-home popcorn? The situation? No, no, no. Like, like, uh, like, who's your brand? Who's your guy? Um, you seem like an act too, but I could see Orville Redenbacher. So, ideally, Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. Because uh, the Orville Redenbacher, like movie theater style popcorn, is oh, mm, mm. it's gourmet. Yeah. It is. It's. I think box. right now I have Act Two because yeah. I was able to get a big box fit for pretty cheap, mm-hmm. and it's like movie theater style. Sure, it's not bad, but there really is no replacement for actual movie theater drowning it in butter. <sighs> yeah, I've, it feels like Pop Secret is like the Pepsi of popcorn. Yeah, it's just like ugh, I don't know. I don't trust you. Like, yeah, yeah it's tech technically there, and you're a mainstay. You're putting something in your mouth, but it's not what you want to put in your mouth, <sighs> buddy. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I got the part. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting like a a popcorn machine. maker. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, Speaking of which, we got to figure out when fucking Park House is coming back, buddy. I drive by it all the time. It was supposed to open in the spring. We are on the cusp of fall. Yeah, and there is the fall of Rome. There is no indication from the outside that anything is happening. And they released, like, their menu yeah. sometime in the summer. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, we can't wait to open it up, but, like, in the meantime, take a look at what we're going to have to offer. Is that the one that's in, like, Stowe Township? No, it's in the north side, like, right on East Ohio Street yeah. and oh, yeah. Cedar, like, right on the corner. Cedar. Cedar. Isn't there some theater? In You're thinking of Parkway Theater? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right, yeah. Is that, uh, not abjuration? I think... I think that's like the part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's all the it's all the same room. Yeah, but like Parkway Theater, like Is they actually a, have no. the movie. Adoration's in Carnegie. No, I thought it was in the Rocks. Is it? And you said we're not a Pittsburgh podcast. Oh no, we're barely a Pittsburgh podcast. Um, Welcome to Sulphur City, the Pittsburgh podcast. Oh no, it is Abjuration. Yeah, I haven't. Been, you've been there. Yeah. I haven't been there since. It's like, honestly not bad. I don't really remember it great, um, but it's like the owner's very into it. Yeah, like he really, really gives a shit, which is nice. To I went. See. I went to a trivia night there a couple years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think they were calling it abjuration yet. Uh, I think that's why I was a little mixed mixed up. Yeah, 
Because I, I went down there, I don't know if it was like on my birthday, or if it was like preceding my birthday. I don't really, the, the details are a little bit fuzzy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that trivia night was fun because like for movie based trivia, they would like play it on the big screen there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Their yeah. clips or whatever, like, what's this from? Yeah. Shit, baby. Yeah, it's a nice know. little. It's a nice little place. The 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 beer is, I would say, at worst passable. At 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 best, it's very good. Have you so, ever had, like, a beer where you were like, uh, oh, all the time. Oh, you drink weird beer then. Well, no. When we would when we would go to fucking. Um, Bocktown. Bocktown. So your bees up. Oh yeah. R.I.P. Bocktown. Mm-hmm. Um, we would. We would go to Bocktown, and uh, you know, Maureen, our waitress, would be like, "Hey, you should try this thing." And I mean, be like, "Okay," and then it would just be like, Bleh! "But I'd finish yeah. it because I'm a gentleman." How is this a key lime pie and sour? <laughs> you gonna learn? Ugh. Yeah, some of those are pretty not great. Yeah, it's funny whenever I like, I'll go to a bar and I'll see, like, a brewery name I recognize because of Bocktown. Mm-hmm. Then I was like. Did I like this or did I not yeah. like this? That's how I know that I do not like Doughboy. Because I distinctly remember like one of us ordering it and then she being like, no. No. Don't do that. Don't I've, do I've that. had Doughboy and it's not, it's it like has a bite to it. Yeah. Which is weird. Which is not something you expect from beer. You don't expect it to take a bite out of you. Yeah. Right. That, that, that place gave me like, obviously my white whale, O'Fallon's, Weech, which I cannot find in Western Pennsylvania. I might nice have to go to St. Louis where they brew it, but uh, it's also a seasonal beer. I think O'Fallon's does something else. That and I known. do not have a concept of time. Or it could be to shoot something. Or of. seasons or anything like that. Oh boy, we are we are running close to the borderline. Borderline. Oh, I'm thinking of Oscar Blues. Oh yeah, I was thinking of Mama Oscar Blues. Mama's Oscar Blues pills. They uh, they're uh, big chub. Hey, that's their business. Nope. Um. Well, this was kind of like a lazy day background noise kind of pod. But, yeah, uh, I think it worked. Yeah, it, had, it had an ebb and a flow, peaks yeah. and valleys. Yeah. It had a tide. Yeah, you know, the tide, tide came in, in. Tide went out. You know what? I found something out interesting about tides. Tell me. They don't go in and out. What do they do? So, because... They mix the bones of their dead pet. <laughs> yes. They, um, there are these, like, bulges of water... Hell yeah. ...on certain, I think, I don't, I don't think it's a north and a south, I think it's like a east and a west pole. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the earth rotates on its axis, it literally, so these, like, these, like... Uh, bulges are here but like to say the lands here well as it's rotating it rotates into that bulge and out of that bulge so it's not like more and less water is technically coming in and out it's that the land is going in that bulge of water on both sides and that is how you can tell when it's gonna come in and out because it works on astronomical time it's always gonna be there i didn't know that i know the moon's involved yep 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 tidal waves Mm I don't know what that was. Uh, me either, man. It felt good coming out the mouth, though. <laughs> felt real good on the tongue. Uh, title streaming service. <laughs> CD quality music. 
Yeah, that's not the best. That's not the ad you think it is. <laughs> it's eight track quality, buddy. You don't want to miss this. <laughs> it skips. It's. <laughs> you gotta hit the anti shock button on this streamer. Hey, buddy, you got any? Uh, you got any more? You got any more boost? There can't be all the boost there is. <laughs> boost. Oh, way more bass where that came from. Pivotal. Uh, did you have fun? Doug? I did have fun, Kevin. Because mm. I got to play with a cute little pup the oh, entire yeah. time. We were here. We, we watched here. in complete silence while you just shirked your responsibilities as a co-host and patted a dog on the head. I feel like that's going to win us a lot of love, though. People love dogs. Must love dogs. They, they especially love quiet dogs on a podcast. That's their favorite Quiet. Oh boy! What did you? What happened? You were checking your watch, and then you hit your windscreen. I don't understand. Gravity hit my arms. Tidal waves. <laughs> Tidal waves. Tidal waves. Makes you think. It's my food for thought. You do, you do the, dishes. the dishes. Yeah. But I still don't know. I just scooped out. Bitch. Call again. Yeah. Anyway. Is that the Frasier theme song? Yeah, sure was. <laughs> sure was, Doug. Sure was. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's wrap this up. Yep, yep. I had fun. Alan had fun. I did. You had, had fun. fun. I've been Kevin. You're We're always, always Doug. Doug. Alan was here, too. And we had fun. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Hell no. All right, babies. We will catch you in the next episode. You know what? Hopefully it's a little bit higher energy. Hopefully, hopefully. This is a lazy day kind of podcast. The air is thick with humidity. The fog it's overcast. is thick and the air is free. And uh, I've inhaled a lot of uh, ass. Let's smoke. The studio's on fire. Yeah, it's 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 a little yeah. nasally in here today. Yeah. So we are we were like the the band on the Titanic, playing, playing while the ship is sinking. Yeah, we're playing while Alan's house is burning down. Yeah. There's probably a better metaphor to be made, but I, I we'll go with that one. Yeah, we'll go with that one, gentlemen. It's been an honor. It has been. All right, babies. We will see you in the next episode. We love you. Toodaloo. Welcome to We Have Fun. These kids is too fast. Rapid fire spark lit. Crank over the glass. Now it's on the kill of Yeah.